right now on VFN TV. We're going to have a continue in our 12 days of Christmas. We're so excited about celebrating the Christmas season as we always do every single year. Also, Ohio passed a law that says if the baby's got a heartbeat, you can't abort her. We'll be talking about today as well. We'll be talking about President-elect Donald Trump, the prophecy that was given by Kim Clement that you heard in our previous program, and it happened. A Japanese investor is giving $50 billion to America. That and so much more right now on VFN TV. Welcome to VFN TV and the daily VFN radio program where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T, light. I say it is time for us to come together as one united people. It's a movement comprised of Americans from all races, religions, backgrounds, and beliefs who want and expect our government to serve the people and serve the people it will. The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. President-elect Trump, my friend, congratulations on being elected President of the United States of America. You are a great friend of Israel. Israel is grateful for the broad support it enjoys among the American people. And I'm confident that the two of us, working closely together, will bring the great alliance between our two countries to even greater heights. I had a chance to talk to President-elect Trump last night to congratulate him on winning the election. And I had a chance to invite him to come to the White House. Everybody is sad when their side loses an election. We're not Democrats first, we're not Republicans first, we are Americans first. So I have instructed my team and worked as hard as we can to make sure that this is a successful transition for the president-elect. I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. Donald Trump is going to be our president. We owe him an open mind and the chance to lead. Our constitutional democracy enshrines the peaceful transfer of power. That when his hand comes off the Bible, when he's sworn in as president, we are hitting the ground running. Do you feel optimistic about America right now? A, a divided America? A hundred percent. Why? It is the, I mean, this is a fantastic country. There's never been anything like it. This system will produce more and more stuff and better and better stuff. If President-elect Trump believes that he should be talking about what black Americans have to gain, let's, let's give him a shot, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, see if we can find common ground, and uh, I think that's the best interest of African Americans. And I think the church has got to wake up and realize this, that the culture is being changed by persons who are dedicated to uh, redefining the, uh, uh, the First Amendment freedom of religion as freedom of worship. You can keep your views within the four walls of your sanctuary, but do not bring them out into the public square. And that is straight on the issue that we're facing in this culture. Those of us that come together, it's just like Psalm 133 says, is a mighty, mighty anointing when the unity of the Spirit is present among the brothers. And we cannot do this apart from one another. I mean, this is our greatest hope. And while we're active in the processes, 
We've got to understand that the greatest need to America is the next great awakening. We've got to become involved in activism. We got to get off the bench, man. Maybe we need a new vocabulary for speaking to the American people and the body of Christ that is neither left nor right, but uniquely biblical and American. We as a body of Christ have bought into the left-right paradigm, and we automatically lop off half the population when we talk that way, because it breaks my heart that members of the body of Christ seem to find, in many instances, their primary identity in their race, in their skin color. I think it is one of the tragedies of our nation, one of the shameful tragedies, that 11 o'clock on Sunday morning is one of the most segregated hours, if not the most segregated hours in Christian America, if not the most segregated hours in Christian America. Nobody can fix America but the church. I believe that God is looking to raise up Martin Luther King Jr.'s with his mantle to heal the racial problem, but they're not going to just be black people. I believe in this generation, they're going to be whites, they're going to be Hispanics, that God puts his hands on, and because they're Christians, they're going to live, that they see Christianity as their primary identifier. There is an uprising coming. There is an uprising coming. Do not hold your peace from this day forward for the next five months you will hear peace peace but there is no peace the lord says the sword of heaven is coming to liberate the ground now you got races blaming each other you got police blaming the people the people blaming the police you got parents blaming children children blaming parents when are we going to seek his face? When are we going to turn? The Lord said there's coming a great international harvest of souls through the internet and online. He said that the internet will light up as the Holy Spirit accelerates his mighty wonders. He also said that the net and lines will bring tremendous and miraculous provision to the body of Christ because time is of the essence and the waters are abundant for harvest. Jezebel will not leave on her own accord, but I, the Lord, will cause her to fall from her tower of power. Even as of late, you have wondered if anything could unseat her from her evil purposes. Her victims are many. She has come to her final chapter. I, the Lord, will not tolerate her subversive activities any longer. Deliverance is finally come. With your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome to VFN TV, and I am so excited that you're with us in this 12 days of Christmas, and joining us just a moment is Steve Kalaszewski. Well, I quickly want to talk about what we're going to talk about, but we also want to hear what Paul Harvey has to say about this Christmas season as we celebrate 12 days of Christmas. You think about this, we're going to be talking about you know, the prophetic word that Kim Clement gave in 2007 about Trump, Donald, President-elect Donald Trump, but then it was just Donald Trump, because what just happened was Jap Japan Bank just is committed to giving $50 billion to America. We'll talk about that. But we're also gonna talk about what happened in Washington, D.C., where the First Nation people came in. They say, listen, we haven't been asked for forgiveness but we're gonna forgive America for what happened at the Washington Monument. That was in October. We gotta tell you what just happened as well. The first being 12 days of Christmas, 
Let's just hear what Paul Harvey had to talk about a story about Christmas and a man that didn't have a right perspective and a bird. Take a look. The man I'm talking about was not a Scrooge now. He was a kind, a decent, a mostly good man, generous to his family and upright in his dealings with other men, but he just did not believe in all of that incarnation stuff which the churches proclaim at Christmas time. It just did not make sense, and he was too honest to pretend otherwise. He could not swallow the Jesus story about God coming to earth as a man. He told his wife, I'm truly sorry to distress you, but I'm just not going with you to church this Christmas Eve. He said he'd feel like a hypocrite, that he'd much rather just stay home, but that he would wait up for them. So he stayed, and they went to the midnight service. Now, shortly after the family drove away in the car, snow began to fall. He went to the window to watch the flurries getting heavier and heavier. Then he went back to his fireside chair, began to read his newspaper. Minutes later, he was startled by a thudding sound, and then another, then yet another. At first he thought somebody must be throwing snowballs against the living room window. But when he went to the front door to investigate, he found a flock of birds huddled out there miserably in the snow. They had been caught in the storm in a desperate search for shelter. They had tried to fly through his large landscape window. That was what had been making the sound. Well, he couldn't let those poor creatures just lie there and freeze. So he remembered the barn where his children stabled their pony. That would provide a warm shelter. All he would have to do is direct the birds into that shelter. Quickly, he put on a coat and galoshes, and he tramped through the deepening snow to the barn, and he opened the doors wide. And inside the barn, he turned on a light so the birds would know the way in. But the birds did not come in. So he figured that food would entice them. He went back into the house and fetched some breadcrumbs and sprinkled those on the snow, making a trail of breadcrumbs to the yellow-lighted, wide-open doorway of the stable. But to his dismay, the birds ignored the breadcrumbs. The birds just continued to flop around helplessly in the snow. He tried catching them. He could not. He tried shooing them into the barn by walking around them, waving his arms, but instead they scattered in every direction, every direction except into the warm-lighted barn. And that's when he realized that they were afraid of him. They were afraid of him. To him he reasoned, I'm a strange, terrifying creature. If only I could think of some way to let them know that they can trust me, that I'm not trying to hurt them, but to help them. But how? Any move he made tended to frighten them and confuse them. They just would not follow. They would not be led or shooed because they feared him. And he thought to himself, if only I could be a bird now, if I could be a bird and mingle with them, and speak their language, and tell them not to be afraid, then I could show them the way to the safe, warm barn. But I would have to be one of them, wouldn't I? So they could see and hear 
and understand. At that moment, the church bells began to ring. The sound reached his ears. Above the sounds of the wind, and he stood there listening to the bells. Adeste Fidelis. Listening to the bells pealing the glad tidings of Christmas. And he sank to his knees in the snow. That's so important to really think about that. You know, God loves us and he's always wanting to communicate to us. And so many people, they're just scared of his provision. God loves you. We want to wish you a merry, merry Christmas as we're celebrating 12 days of Christmas. When we get back for this break, we're going to be talking about uh, the prophecy that was given by Clem, Kim Clement. We're reviewing just a small piece of it. Why? Because it just began to happen just yesterday when President-elect Donald Trump met with a bank, a bank of Japan who owns... Uh, Sprint Phones, who is giving $50 billion worth of investment to America. That and so much more after the break. Join us after the break. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. Did you know that Jesus himself said, apart from abiding in him, that we can accomplish nothing? So many people want to be able to do that, but you know what? They don't have a plan to do it. We put together a simple plan for you, and it's at iabide.org. It's iabide.org. Go there and request your plan today. It is amazing how your life will change when you begin to spend time with him who created the universe. He's been desiring that you would do that. It's at iabide.org. Request your simple plan today. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Daily Radio program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to VFNTV.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. It's we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there. You can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information, and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today, and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. 
And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special areas, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much, and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. If you're wondering who that is, that is New Song's brand new album, yes. The Best Christmas Ever. You can find it on the front page of VFNTV.com and all, find all, all the locations that are available for you. It's just a great Set album, fresh. Sets the mood in your heart right there. Well, this prophetic word that we talked about on a previous program, we're going to go back and revisit it. It's a little clip of Kim Clement giving the word of 2007 that he was talking about Donald Trump would be used to be able to set up walls, to be able to shift the economy. Well, because right after that, we're going to show you what just happened at Trump Towers. Take a look at this. Trump shall become a trumpet, says the Lord. Trump shall become a trumpet. I will raise up the Trump to become a trumpet. And God says, the one that is chosen shall go in and they shall say he has hot blood for the spirit of god says yes he may have hot blood but he will bring the walls of protection on this country in a greater way and the economy of this country shall change rapidly says the lord of hosts and the economy of this country will shift rapidly well let's just see what just took place at trump towers for president-elect mm -hmm. donald trump he said he'll work on the economy but in 2007 God said he was going to use this man, Trump, and this is what he's going to do. But look what just happened. This is a, uh, one of the sons of the owners of the, a bank in Japan, what they're saying. Take a look. President-elect Donald Trump delivering again on his promise to bring jobs to America. Cheryl Cassoni from our sister network, Fox Business, here now with the big business deal that he just struck with Japan. Cheryl? Well, good morning, guys. Donald Trump took a meeting yesterday with Masayoshi Son. He is the CEO of Japanese conglomerate SoftBank to solidify a deal that would bring a $50 billion investment into the United States with the potential to add up to 50,000 jobs here. Now, this deal, a win for the president-elect who immediately took to, well, or else Twitter, to say Masa of Japan has agreed to invest $50 billion in the U.S. toward businesses and 50,000 new jobs. Trump also introduced the Japanese billionaire. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Masa of SoftBank from Japan, and he's just agreed to invest $50 billion in the United States and 50,000 jobs. One of the truly great men. Thank you. 
He also tweeted, he said this, quote, Masa said he would never do this had we not won the election. Now, the CEO is pointing to the fact that the president-elect wants to scale back regulations, something many business owners say has made the U.S. uncompetitive in the past. SoftBank owns 82 percent of wireless carrier Sprint, as well as a major stake in Chinese e-commerce site Alibaba, among many other businesses. Sprint had attempted to merge with T-Mobile, but was shot down by regulators. Shares of Sprint hit their best levels in two and a half years back on Tuesday. Those are your headlines. Back to you guys. And I think it's so, so, so awesome to see, I mean, when you haven't even entered into the job yet and you've already saved 1,100 jobs with Carrier, you're already, uh, you know, talking to bank investors, a bank mm -hmm. owner's own Sprint. This is a sign $50 billion worth of investments. And I think the interesting thing is about this, that, that it is the anniversary, the 75th year anniversary of Pearl Harbor when wow. Japan attacked us. And now, as a, I mean, think of the timing of that. It's almost like God's going, okay, hey, we've got $50 billion. Japan is gonna give you $50 billion on 50, the 75th. jobs. Yeah, 50,000 on, on the anniversary, wow. 75th anniversary yeah. of Pearl Harbor, Harbor, which was just a, a horrific thing that, that mm -hmm. took place. And of course, we are not our, our fathers and what that took place. But I thought it was pretty, that's exciting. So look at this, this is huge. Yeah. It seems like the past eight years, every, jobs have been leaving, money's been leaving, there was no, nobody had a vision of hope. And already we're starting to see these things take place. A tour that's gone out by our president-elect's gone out to say, thanking everyone for their vote, saying it's gonna be difficult, we're gonna work together mm -hmm. in this. He's going to meet this week uh, with the parents of, and the people, victims of Ohio State, uh, the follower of Islam that took his car and ran over a fellow students with his car, got out and stabbed him. He's actually gonna go there and talk to the victims. I mean, this is a whole new deal. It's amazing wow. what's taking place. Another thing that happened that I'm excited about talking about today is that Ohio passed a bill, yes. the state of Ohio passed a bill, and the bill states that if the baby has a heartbeat, then you cannot abort it. First, I want you to go look and see what it looks like and what it sounds like as we watch mm -hmm. what it's like for the small child in the mother's womb, and I want you to hear this heartbeat, because the baby has a heartbeat, the new law says in Ohio that you cannot kill that baby, you cannot abort it. Listen and watch. That's so powerful as you're hearing the heartbeat of a child. Yeah. And if you hear the heartbeat, you can't kill the baby. Mm -hmm. And that's so exciting because we're seeing the term, we've been praying for years yes. now, dear God, end abortion. end abortion. You know, sin revival. And look at this, Steve, can you read this yes. article right here on um, what Ohio's saying? Ohio State Senate has approved a law banning abortions in the state once a fetal heartbeat can be detected. Heartbeats are usually detected around six weeks into a pregnancy. If the heartbeat bill becomes Ohio law, it would end up being one of the strictest abortion laws in the entire country. Other states have gone through costly legal battles when attempting to implement similar legislation, and skeptics of the law worry Ohio will go down the same road. Many pro-choice supporters also believe it will be found unconstitutional if it does become law. 
Republicans currently control the Ohio House of Representatives with 65 Republicans compared to 34 Democrats. The House had previously approved other versions of the bill that failed to gain traction in the Senate. Current Ohio law states that an abortion cannot be performed, um, the, the fetus is viable, which requires viability testing. A number of abortion regulations were struck down nationwide in a 5-3 to three Supreme Court ruling that many considered to be a surprise. Unless at least two more pro-life justices are placed on the Supreme Court, the ultimate fate of this law would seem to be in doubt, even if it is signed into law. That's what's so important about where we're going, because there's already a determination of who the people are going to be that's going to be nominated for the Supreme Court, and they're pro-life, and they're for the citizen in the mother's womb to have the constitutional rights everybody else has. And we're heading in that direction. We're beginning to see that now. And it's like, you, know, you go to the doctor, if the first thing your doctor does is take out a stethoscope and stick it on your heart, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you want to find out if somebody's already passed and gone on, what do you do? They check for the heartbeat. Right. Well, why wouldn't we, you know, check if there's a heartbeat on a child at least, you know, don't at that point. Yeah. And so I'm so excited, the viability of life and what's taking place. And the mere fact that they're having this conversation, yes. that they're entering into this right. as the process of signing this into law, that is a huge answer to prayer. And oh, it too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it just shows that your prayers matter, that God yeah. is hearing your prayers and you're seeing these things. And it just, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's that encouragement to remind you that don't stop praying. Right. It's, right. it's That's exciting. exciting. Yeah, a lot of people think that's just too big for God. And it's like, you know, our God is a big God. Yeah. When you start, instead of telling God how big our problems is, when you start telling our problems, problems how big, big our God, God is, because mm-hmm. our God can do anything. When we get back from this break, we're actually going to be talking about how the First Nation people showed up at the Washington, Washington Monument to pray in October, and nobody's asked them at this particular point, mm-hmm. would you forgive us? They said, even though they haven't asked us, we're going to forgive them. And then we're going to show you what happened, I believe, in November. Mm-hmm. Probably two don't even know that this even happened. People begin to go and ask forgiveness. And God is all about, you know, he's just. And making things, you know, through repentance, that's Jesus takes on our sin. So if we have the sin against our land, the sin against our brother, when we carry that to God and we say, God, forgive us, and we go to our brother and say, forgive us, I mean, the scales are cleaned Mm -hmm. at that particular point. But first, we have this offer for you. Know this, that not only when you partner with us, that will have this offer for you. But know this, we have the green room for you. The green room is special uh, treats and things that we uh, just give just for you, for our partners. We also have specials available for you mm-hmm. that's there. And we have like many, many teachings, prophetic teachings to encourage you. We have so many things to say thank you for you standing with us to make a difference in this world. Is an offer for you. Did you know it's our partners that help keep us on the air? We have a gift for you, for your partnership of any amount. It's offer 2020. It's entitled The Extra Mile. It's not conditional. There is something about the American culture that no one wants to be told what to do. Yet, we're told in Romans 12 too that we're not to conform to this culture that we live in. What does that mean? It means that when Jesus tells us a soldier that asks us to carry his bag a mile, we're supposed to not only go a mile, but go two miles, We'll find out how to deal in the, with the contradictions of this culture and understand a culture that says, I will carry your gear if you do this. I will do this if, when the reality is, God's not concerned about this world or this kingdom because we have a kingdom that's not of this world. You'll be greatly encouraged when you find out there's another kingdom that we're living for. 
And we have that for you. It's of any amount so whatsoever. We have an offer for you. It's offer 2020. The title of it is The Extra Mile. Really, it's not conditional. You can partner by going to vfntv.com and click on partner now. Or you can mail us at vfntv, 40 West Nine Mile Road, number two, PMB 360, Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Or you can even call us at 844-408-3688. That's offer 2020. Jesus told us to go the extra mile. It is not conditional. Thank you. God bless. Station Light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. Culture, issues, society. This is Law and Justice with Jay Sacculo. Um, well, I'm only 15 and I've been listening to your show. And um, I was curious why in the world do liberal Democrats think that this nation was not founded under God, which it clearly says so in the Pledge of Allegiance and through our Constitution. Where do they find that we were supposed to be separating church and state? They draw this line of church-state separation. They basically take the position that no government acknowledgement of religion or the role of religion in American public life is appropriate. They think it should be absolutely inappropriate, but they take this view of strict state separation of church and state, which is just not supported in the Constitution. There is a role of government acknowledgement of the religious heritage of America. Join the American Center for Law and Justice in defending our religious liberties. Find out more at aclj.org. That's aclj.org. My friend James Crocker from Stewart, Florida, he's an owner of a water blasting technologies uh, company, wanted me to speak on the word why. And James, I've got a question. Why do you want me to speak on the word why? Why? It's a powerful question, isn't it? In fact, I have found that that three-letter word question is one of the greatest ways to learn and grow. And I use it constantly in my conversation. When I ask somebody why, I am saying to them, what you think, what you say, what you feel is important to me. So open up your life and explain it to me. What am I doing as a listener? I'm trying to know what they know. I'm trying to learn what they have already learned. I'm trying to feel what they feel. It's a fabulous question. Great leaders ask it all the time. Why? Because they realize that that is the door that opens up to the inside of an individual that allows you and me to know them better. And if we know them better, we can relate to them better. And if we can relate to them better, we can lead them better. So, hey... The next time you're wanting to open the door in another person's life, just ask the question, why? It is amazing how this is all working. It's people just like you, friends like you that stand with us and understand, you know, we've got to make a difference in our generation. That stand with us prayerfully and financially. This is partner on a monthly basis. To financially build a foundation that where we can carry this message, not only to the nation of America, but to the nations of the world. It's amazing how so many people are being encouraged by a simple gift of a few dollars a month, $25 a month, $50 a month, whatever it is. And you know what? Together, if you're having difficulty in how to present the gospel to this generation, partner with us and we together 
at VFN TV and the daily radio program will bring the gospel to this nation and this nation by God's grace to the Lord. Go to VFNTV.com and click on giving. VFNTV.com and click on giving. Sweet little Jesus boy, we made you be born. Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome, welcome back. This is 12 days of Christmas. We like to celebrate all yes, the way up to Christmas about the whole reason for the season. If you're wondering where that music comes from, you can get your own copy. It's on the front page of VFNTV.com. It's the best Christmas ever by New Song. You can go there and find out the details on how to get it. It's a great album. Just kind of every time we play, it just kind of just reminds you the whole reason for the season. It makes Steve want to bake cookies. It does. Seriously, <laughs> I actually had a conversation about sugar cookies yesterday. I told you, did I not tell you? I know that's a marine. Yeah, yes. that's a marine cookies. Well, listen, Charisma Magazine uh, was talking about the article talking about the national shift back in October 21st this year. When the uh, First Nation people, which uh, First Nation mm -hmm. in, indigenous yeah, people yeah. of America, uh, went for the National Day of Prayer to pray at the Washington Monument, and they went there very specifically, even though not asked, yeah. they, they were going to forgive what man did to them, which was a lot. I mean, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you ever studied the Trail of Tears and, and President Andrew Jackson and all the different things that, that just happened. And it was one of those powerful moments, I think, when in Promise Keepers, when we had an Indian chief that came to one of the gatherings and said, you know, with broken treaties and all these different things, you know, forgiveness was given and just God just broke out. It was a very yeah. powerful moment. But just read what took yes. place there at the Washington Monument. So, so powerful and what followed. Some prophetic voices believe the nation shifted spiritually. October 21st, 2016, mm -hmm. on what may go down as one of the most important days in American history. Largely unnoticed, a thousand Native American Indian tribes from the United States and Canada collectively forgave the United States government for breaking treaties with their ancestors during a public ceremony on the National Mall. So they forgave for <laughs> broken treaties. Yeah. Okay. That our government made. Mm -hmm. The National Day of Prayer for First Nations held near the, uh, near the Washington Monument included intercessory petitions proclamations and declarations of forgiveness by leaders from all tribes DC. It's a fellowship of Christians represented, uh, representing a thousand American Indians from the United States and Canada. Right. A full-blooded Yuchi Indian, Nigel Big Pond, coordinated the first ever national prayer gathering of Native Americans in the nation's capital. Wow. First ever. The Native American has been a sleeping giant, Graham writes, actually, um, he goes on to say, he says, the National American has been a mm -hmm. sleeping giant. Yes. Billy Graham, Franklin Graham's been saying that. And of course, Rick uh, uh, Joyner has said it as well, mm -hmm. and others, the fact that, you know, that's one of the keys. I don't know if you know this or not, but if you go look at the top of the Capitol building, there's a statue on top of the Capitol building. So the highest point in uh, on the Capitol is a statue. You know who that statue is? It's of a Native American. American. Yeah. Because that's who was here. It was it was the Native Americans that helped the Pilgrims come. You had two different settlements. You had the Jamestown settlement, but you also had the Pilgrim settlement, mm -hmm. and it was totally two different ways how that happened. And there was other people that came over to take advantage of folks, but the Pilgrims didn't. It was a very powerful. Time. We can't talk about that now, but the, the First Nation people were key to helping um, people survive mm -hmm. 
when they made it to Plymouth Rock. So what else did they say about that? Um, Big Pond agreed, agrees that Native Americans have taken a good first step toward aiding national awakening by extending forgiveness to the nation. Think about it. National awakening. National awakening. That is so powerful. Well, it just so happens that according to Salon, you know, mm -hmm. one of the publications out there, the news publications, that probably unannounced to them, they didn't even know that was actually taking place, people came to the first, because they remember they were given forgiveness even though the fact that nobody asked. Yeah. Well, look what happened here. You're looking at all the different people standing, it looks like, in the places of those who did violate those treaties, that did violate uh, the First Nation people, and they're asking forgiveness. As a matter of fact, you're gonna have to read some of the subtitles because the, the audio is not too good on it, but you're gonna see now this actually mm -hmm. followed, what, two months or less than 60 days after this event that took place on October 21st. Take a look. Many of us, me particularly, are from the units that have hurt you over the many years. We came, we fought you, we took your land, we signed treaties that we broke, we stole minerals from your sacred hills, we blasted the faces of our presidents onto your sacred mountain, and we took still more land, and then we took your children, and then we took, tried to take your language, and we tried to eliminate your language that God gave you and that the Creator gave you. We didn't respect you. We polluted your earth. We've hurt you in so many ways. So we've come to say that we are sorry. We are at your service and we thank for your forgiveness. October 21st, there's nobody asking for forgiveness, but the first American people to give it. opened their hearts and said, yeah. this is gonna have to be dealt with, because they, Christians, they knew mm -hmm. they got it, somebody has to give forgiveness for things to break loose. And that's what they're saying, this could be the, the epicenter for transformation yes. for the nation. Well look, it wasn't even 40 days later approximately that that was taking place where they're on their knees asking and, and repeating the sins of their fathers, talking about specifically what happened and asking for forgiveness and they gave it. And another thing that it reminds me of too, it reminds me of the war cry that came mm -hmm. out of uh, Zion, um, Glory of Zion, uh, Chuck Pierce's ministry when he gave a prophetic word that God was shifting things. And we get back from this break I want you to hear that because it's so powerful and it totally lines up with what we just heard 
coming from the First Nation people. Because he says this war cry, it's gonna break mm. things, shift things, and we're gonna have to shake ourselves out of what we've been stuck in for so long. But first, take a look at this break, we'll be right back. Keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at vfntv.com. We'll be right back. I talked to her and she said, I just left Seattle. And she said, I was in a meeting in Seattle, Pastor. She said, I know I've never met you, but I've been going here a long time. I said, yeah, I know that. She said, I just left a meeting in Seattle. And she said, Dr. Cho was the speaker. And she said, I heard him say in Seattle, that the Lord told him, he said, I'm about to pour out my spirit in America. And he said, well, Lord, I said, are you through with America? Are you through with America? It looks like that, you know, everything's just going haywire. Are you through with America? And God said, oh, no. He said, I'm not through with America. He said, I'm about to pour out my spirit there. He said, as a matter of fact, get your atlas out of your attache case. And he got his atlas out and opened it up. The Lord said, point, and it landed right on the dot of Pensacola. And the Lord spoke to Joe and said, I'm going to pour out my spirit first here like a match head. It'll burn like a match head, right? And it'll be powerful. And he said, then it will go over to the Mississippi River and it'll back up across Florida again, come down into the peninsula of Florida, go up the East Coast down through the West and the Southwest and shoot out to the Northwest. And before my coming, all of America will be ablaze with the glory of God. Welcome back. We want to wish you guys a very Merry Christmas. It's 12 days of Christmas. So don't forget, if you want to find that music, you can find it on the front of VFNTV.com. You can go there. It's called The Best Christmas Ever by New Song. Just released. I think I just really encourage you. When we heard that war cry, if you heard us before the break, we were showing you how First Nation people went October 21st mm -hmm. to the monument and forgave, even though nobody asked. But then we saw like 40 days later where Salam was reporting that um, people showed up and said, we want to repent for the sins of our fathers. They got on their knees, they talked specifically about yes. those sins. But as I soon as they gave forgiveness, you heard that sound, and it reminded me of the prophetic word that was given by Chuck Pierce at, at Gloria Zion Ministries about where we're going and how, this is, this is prior to November the 8th. And, and this word's coming out specifically, and, and he's also, you hear, heard him in the beginning of the program, Chuck Pierce saying that, you know, people are gonna say peace, peace, peace. There's not gonna be a peace, there's gonna be an uprising because the sword of heaven is gonna come and deal mm -hmm. justice on the earth, which means this, that you know, we're just basically imagine everybody being in a straitjacket and just people are just stuck. Well, God's about to get us unstuck. <laughs> but let's go listen to that word again. Now we heard that sound coming from the First Nation people. Listen to the war cry. Embrace yourself because it could shock you when this happens. It's kind of rowdy, it's prophetic. Take a look. This election is not about a person. It's about a structure just as if you were in an old wineskin. 
where one day too long that wineskin routinizes around you and it's like cement and you can't get out of it. This election is not about a person, it's about breaking out of a structure. If we stay in the structure we're in, one more season, it will be so routinized and so ordered around us that we cannot, as a nation, come out of it. Decree and vote for what will break you out of an old structure. I say there is a new anointing rising in my people and from the new anointing you will rise up and see the opportunities that I have for you. For right now opportunities seem blocked but I say to you there is an uprising coming. There is an uprising coming. There is an uprising coming. It has been brewing underneath, but now you will see the uprising, saith the Lord. The Lord just said, if you knew how close you were to the revolution of change that is coming, you would not be able to keep your mouth shut one moment. The Lord said, do not hold your peace from this day forward for the next five months. You will hear peace, peace, but there is no peace. The Lord says, the sword of heaven is coming to liberate the ground and my people must have the sound that liberates the ground. so powerful you're so powerful when you know you're, you're seeing these mm -hmm. things fulfilled and you heard that forgiveness that came from the first nation folks and uh it's, a, it's about a breakout candidate really when the people what they're doing you're looking at this breakout president-elect donald trump i mean he is so outside the box the lord told me specifically that washington dc is a house of cards which means what it's built on is just all flimsy uh god uh, showed uh, brett holderbaum that uh, the, the wind of God was going to come through there and basically just, just deal with all these strongholds and, and monuments that men have set up. And um, 
others that God has shown prophetically that it's gonna be like a bulldozer. Mm-hmm. And so things are really just beginning. And it's with new technology, it's allowing President-elect Donald Trump just to step past the, the gatekeepers who used to control the message. And he has millions of people on his Twitter so the new President-elect can actually just go boom, boom, boom. And he talks to millions of folks. I mean, we're, we're going around the world yeah. because of technology and, and old media you know, which God has shown me is being minimalized because of new technology and, and they're just fighting for their last piece of territory, but so is, you know, the governmental situation. Yeah. I and mean, God said this, he said that the reason why the world's government stuck is because the church's government stuck. We won't move into the next realm of what he's saying, which would be biblical government, the thing that's taking place there. So we're looking sp- over and over again. It's like, this is exciting when you're seeing these things line up, right? It's the year of the wind. It is it, the help. That's the very that's the very thing of the prophetic word that was shared by I believe uh, Brother Kilpatrick at Church of His Presence because you're saying you know we're seeing so many things changing and shifting and now you're hearing Chuck Pierce say that the wind the wind the wind and we're just right. seeing so many things all of a sudden change from what we thought it always had to be and it's just like God right. is in control and just watch what God is doing. Yeah, the wind of God. We got a, we got a whole new understanding with the wind of God. You're watching yes. people's minds being blown around. People's strategies and schemes were being blown around, blown around. Media was being yeah. blown around and their minds were being blown. I thought I knew what was going to happen, yeah. but you realize that they don't know anything that's going to happen. And from what I understand, even President-elect Donald Trump's mind was blown when he found <laughs> out how it all turned out. It's like God's doing something yeah. here. And one prophetic word that was given, uh, I forget who gave this word, but we had it on VFN TV, but at an early age, he, he had prayed a prayer and uh, God um, heard his prayer and and been blessing him in certain yes. areas. You know, a lot of people look at folks, and I think about this, I think about Jesus talking to us about how he sees things. And he saw one man that knew he was a sinner, he knew that he had all these issues, and he falls to his knees when he's going towards the temple and he beats his chest, and he goes, I'm not even worthy to go there. And this other man walks beside him and says, He's a religious person, and he goes, oh, I am so glad I'm not like that man that's down on his knees beating his chest that, that, that he's a sinner, we know it. And Jesus says, which one of these is going to be forgiven? You know, every one of us needs God. But I think the biggest issue in America is the guy standing up. That's yeah. our issue. Because we all need God, and we all need God. And, and, um, and all of a sudden, we may be one way one moment, that God can just turn us around, save us, forgive us, and just bring us into a whole new land. As a matter of fact, you can find out about our stories, how we met God, our Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ, at meetmyfather.org. It's a very awesome thing because all of a sudden life has meaning and, and purpose, and you can find out about our stories, and you can meet Him too. But I want to say this. I want to say thank you to all the law enforcement officers in America. I want to say thank you for your service. The fact that you put the uniform on again mm-hmm. and you got in your cruiser again and you went back out when the leadership of our country was against you and you stayed in our neighborhoods, you stayed out there and, and kept us safe and when you were a target and some of your brothers were assassinated sitting in their car and you went back out. We're so grateful for the law enforcement officers in America, because truly you are the line of defense every mm-hmm. single day against people who want to do evil against the citizens. As a matter of fact, I want to wish our law enforcement, we yes. want to wish on 12 days of Christmas, the law enforcement of our community and of our nation 
a Merry Christmas. As a matter of fact, let's just take a look. Man. A policeman is a composite of what all men are, I guess, a mingling of saint and sinner, dust and deity. What that really means is that they are exceptional. They are unusual. They are not commonplace. Buried under the froth is the fact. And the fact is that less than one half of one percent of policemen misfit that uniform. And that is a better average than you'd find among clergymen. What is a policeman? He of all men is at once the most needed and the most wanted. He must be such a diplomat that he can settle differences between individuals so that each will think he won, but... If a policeman is neat, he's conceited. If he's careless, he's a bum. If he's pleasant, he's a flirt. If he's not, he's a grouch. He must make instant decisions which would require months for a lawyer, but if he hurries, he's careless. If he's deliberate, he's lazy. He must be first to an accident, infallible with a diagnosis. He must be able to start breathing, stop bleeding, tie splints, and above all, be sure the victim goes home without a limp. The police officer must know every gun, draw on the run, and hit where it doesn't hurt. He must be able to whip two men twice his size and half his age without damaging his uniform and without being brutal. If you hit him, he's a coward. If he hits you, he's a bully. The policeman from a single human hair must be able to describe the crime, the weapon, the criminal, and tell you where the criminal is hiding. But if he catches the criminal, he's lucky. If he doesn't, he's a dunce. He runs files and writes reports until his eyes ache to build a case against some felon who will get dealed out by a shameless Seamus. The policeman must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. Powerful. Merry, well, Merry Christmas. Well, I wish you a Merry Christmas. Yes. And, and we're excited about a new wind's blowing for you and that you're gonna be an already, already being honored again. You know, I think about the uh, officer at Ohio State, we don't have a lot of time, but if it wasn't for him acting as soon as he did, many students would be mm -hmm. dead. But he stopped the radical believer in Islam, who, a young fellow student who began to drive his car over fellow students and jumped out of his car and began to stab them. It was a law enforcement officer that, that stopped that. And so we just wanna wish you and the families of law enforcement mm -hmm. A Merry Christmas. We want to pray for you right now. Father God, we love you. We thank you for this awesome season. Yes. We thank you for our law enforcement. We thank you, Father God, for our leader. We thank you for Japan wanting to invest in our country with these jobs. We thank you, Lord God, just for new leadership. We thank you for the First Nation people that forgave first and how people are beginning to come, Lord God. And you just want us to ask for forgiveness, God. And we ask you right now, Lord, that you would forgive us of our sins where we've fallen short, God that you would restore, Lord God, our listeners, God, and our, our viewers, and forgive them as well, Lord God, that we would just enter into this, this fresh season, God, this season where we're celebrating your birth, God. And Lord, we ask you, Lord, to end abortion. We thank you for that law that came in Ohio. End abortion. We thank you for the conservative Supreme George justices coming. End abortion, sin revival, send a third grade awakening, we pray. In Jesus' name, God bless. We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information, phone numbers, web addresses, emails. Call them today. 
I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you've joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at vfntv.com. You may be joining us today, and you're searching. You're searching to know God. Well, I want to encourage you. He's searching for you. You know, a couple of us have put our stories out available so that you can be able to connect with Father God through His Son, Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you to go to meetmyfather.org. And when you go there, you'll see a bunch of our stories. We try to share not all of it, but some of what God has done in our own personal lives. Listen, coming to God and coming to the Father is not as hard as religious made it out to be. He is a real loving Father who loves you, who sent His Son so that you can have a relationship with Him. Go to meetmyfather.org and you can read some of our stories.